4: Money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
2: The summer specials here $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer amount of the end of July. The daily best bets, the full VSIN experience, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. You have to have that must have in the live video stream $19 through July 31st. Sign up at slash summer. Excited to have Frank Noble on. CBS Sports Golf Analyst at Frank underscore Nobelo on Twitter. He joins us now to recap the U.S. Open. That was great. Thanks for the time, Frank. Pleasure to talk to you. That was good fun, high drama. Oh, and I thought we were going to get a playoff there, and will Z falls short yet again?
1: Yeah, it, it was great. I mean, you know, as a fan, not covering it, um, but just getting there to watch for a change, it's a little different, and, and see it pan out. And you're right, it looks so much like a playoff, and it took a great shot from Fitzpatrick. You know, he got the double. The fact that he'd won, uh, you know, the first British player for about a hundred years to win the U.S. Amateur at, at the same very golf course. But just the standard of the of those three guys, you know, throwing Scotty Scheffler, the way in which they played, really the last six or seven holes, and the course stood up. I I'd, I'd never had the chance to play Brookline, but you know, you got a New England crowd. Uh, you got some cooler weather, which meant the ball didn't go as far. I, I just thought it was a winner. It was an absolute winner. Actually, the last two, I I covered the canadian open as you know where rory won and then on the backs of this just a great major championship so yeah golf won yesterday it really did
5: Mm -hmm. yeah cbs had that canadian open that was a great tournament uh the previous week all right so on the 17th hole yesterday the 72nd hole of the tournament willie z leaves an uphill putt short about two inches short i think you got to be more aggressive there and knock that down obviously it's second guessing but on uphill putts you have to be aggressive and then on 18, out of that fairway bunker, how great was that shot by Matt Fitzpatrick uh, to put it about 20 feet away from the pen? And the second part of this question, Frank, is how resilient can Willie Z be? He, he now has six top ten finishes and nine major starts, including three second-place finishes. How, how long can this kid keep bouncing back?
1: Well, I know when I worked at the Golf Channel, we used to you know, always have a segment um, normally during the course of a major championship, you know, who's the next best to win a major championship. Uh-huh. Um, you, you, we, the argument really should be, you know, who's the next best to win a tournament, and it's going to be a major, and that's going to be Will Zelatoris. The, the fact that he's still winless is uh, just rattles my brain because he's so good. You rattle off the three seconds. He's now been second in Augusta, second in the PGA, mm-hmm and second in the U.S. Open. So that's almost like Louis Oosthuizen's career, um, <laughs> minus the major. He, he's, for 25, uh, you know, he's one of the guys when I walk past on the range, I stop. He hits the ball. Uh, I'm, I'm going to could very well be the best striker of the ball on the PGA Tour right now. And, you know, everybody talks about his putting, but but he's clutch. He's got a big heart. And he, did, he didn't do anything wrong. Um, he got caught in a, I think it was 15, it was a 15 it was The two-shot, the swing hole. That was
5: 15, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, 15. And that was the difference. But the way he played the last few hours, I know you could say, yeah, it gives it an ounce more and and maybe it goes in on 17. But the drive he hit, and then he actually hit a really good putt on 18. But um, you you referenced that second shot of of Fitzpatrick. It was game, set, and match there. Because if he catches the lip, uh, you know, if you've noticed his caddy Billy Foster, caddy for so many great players. I've known Billy for 30, 40 years. He first started off with a guy called Gordon Brand Jr. who played Ryder Cup, sadly passed away. So I saw Billy and Fitzpatrick at the PGA Championship and it it, had escaped my mind that Billy had never been on a winning bag. So if you watch there or go back, Billy's almost plumb bobbing and he's trying to see how much of the lip or where Fitzpatrick can go how far left of that lip can he go and still hit it on the green Mm -hmm. so it was a calculation and and it was just it was a memorable shot I I think of the masters Scotty Chiffre chipping on three and I'm going to remember that second shot of Fitzpatrick
2: at 18. Uh, The whole weekend was great Saturday was phenomenal too with eight players uh, having the lead and and, uh, you see how tough the course was how big of a break did the players get with the rain Saturday night in your opinion?
1: I think the tournament got a break. Uh, you know, I didn't want to see what we've seen at some of the U.S. Opens in the past, where the course literally bakes out, and you know they're, they're struggling to make par. I, I think the amount of rain that they got allowed us to see exactly what we, sh- we saw on Sunday, which was a reward for something great. Okay. And they still got punished. So, so you you saw Matsuyama shoot sixty-five. So it meant a score was out there. You couldn't defend on a golf course that you know you, it was like a tightrope. So. It all added up from from day one, basically, the way the course just sort of – we got to know the golf course, if you would never seen it before, like myself. And then by Sunday, uh, the players at least got a chance where it just wasn't plain defensive golf. So I, I think the rain actually was just like the little icing on the cake.
2: I know a lot of people commended Mike Wan on the job he did uh, as he was interviewed over the weekend and on the coverage uh, as well, the USGA CEO. What do you think of what Juan had to say, and what do you think of this? Uh, what Liv will become and what Liv could become if it will have to stay in power?
1: Well, hey, that's a, that, that's, that's a couple of questions. And one, I'll, I'll deal with Mike Juan first. Um, you know, I, I knew of him, obviously, on the LPGA. And when you know someone's really grinding to do, a, to do a great job, and they did it. I have some friends that live where I live at Lake Nona here in Orlando. They, they play on the LPGA. Good friend, Lydia Co. Um, so I know what an effort it is. I mean, a lot of the money is taken to the men's game and he works so hard. So, so he'd learn how to do the job. So when he got the job, as CEO as the USGA, the USGA, you know, is linked quite closely with the RNA, which is the ruling bodies for the game. So it's a two pronged attack, right? One is equipment. Does it go too far? We're going to rein that in. Mm-hmm. And the other one really is, is, is PR. And, uh, you know, every interview Mike Wan did this week, I think he just nailed it. He got the right temperature. He got the right tone. And uh, he spoke well and he did not deviate from any of the the tough, uh, the tough subjects including live to your point where I, I think he, he threw out a little threat which was needed. Um, yep. you guys are in the gambling business right follow yes. the money. I, I have a different theory to, to a lot of other people on live golf. Um, everybody is attacking where the money's coming from and I'm not disputing that. but golf like every other sport has a feeder system. You know it's like a big funnel. And the bigger that funnel is, is you, you grab players from all over the world now, and then you hope to spit out champions. And that's what it's been doing. The PGA Tour alone has PGA Tour Latin America, China, Canada. That's even before you get on the Corn Fury Tour. So the wider that net is, and I grew up in New Zealand, we have smaller events that you could sort of play, the almost pro-am type events. To get in other events, then you leap forward, leap, leap forward to like the... Australasian tour, then you go to Asia, then you go to Europe, and then you come to America. And that system works on the LPGA as well. And Europe has the same type of thing. It's a feeder system. Uh, you know, what Live Golf is doing is literally grabbing a handful of players, 48 players, we all know that, and 12 teams of four. So I just, I don't like the concept because to me, and you would know more about it than me, I, I just think it's set up for gambling. I think it's golf's version of horse racing where you're going to allow extremely rich people to buy a team and, um, and and literally just gamble. It's a gambler's paradise. That's also why it's a shotgun start, because you would think that's the fairest way for gambling. Because if people like what we saw in, on Sunday, when you know what the winning score is being posted, like Matt and you know they've got mm-hmm. three or four holes to play, that provides the excitement in our sport. Um, if everybody just tees it off, it really only suits one form. And my view is, is gambling. I don't think it's a uh, long term as good for golf. I know for the viewer, it's probably a little bit of a break now. But that's not even talking about where the money's coming from, and and the guys have not been transparent. There's there's two players on the on the PGA tour that have lifetime exemptions that have gone, which is Dustin Johnson and Phil Nicholson. They both have 20 plus wins. So whether they're banned or suspended right now, they would probably get their playing priv- privileges back should they choose to or, or fight for it. Um, the rest really are mm-hmm. sheep jumping on because they're being persuaded by, by by the money. And you know, I've tried to put myself in that situation. What would I do? And it's 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 extremely intoxicating, but it, it is really dangerous for the sport because it kills the feeder system.
5: That's yeah, interesting. And I don't think uh, the live tour is going to attract much betting action unless you get several more big-name players who uh, defect from the PGA Tour. Uh, quick follow-up to that. Do you think Brooks Kepka, some other big names, might follow? Are we, are, who are we going to hear about this week or next week that's going to leave for the Saudi Tour?
1: Yeah, I've heard a lot of people, you know, they've gone backwards and forwards, obviously some of the flack they're getting, but but I do want to disagree because just with the betting thing, because Mm -hmm. if you know the Middle East or, for example, you know, when they say sports, uh, Malaysia was a hotbed there for a while, where soccer, for example, people bet on anything. So if you allow some, uh, it's, it's a bit like the high stakes table at Vegas. Nobody has to see what's going on. But if, you know, if I can buy a team for, you know, I've heard some crazy numbers in excess of $200 million to buy a team. Then, then, like I said, it becomes like a racehorse. It mm-hmm. doesn't. The name is almost irrelevant. You've mm-hmm. just got people to. You, you're basically trying to sell your teams, and that's how they're going to get the money back. So they're really not even interested that much in the TV product. So therefore, they're not really interested in the viewer. It's a way for some very, you know, some people that are that have got time on their hands and a lot of disposable cash. They'll bet on two flies on a wall. But um, so, so that that's the biggest concern. But to, to your question. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, it's inevitable that that a few more. I don't know if it's a handful. I don't know if it's one or it's two. Um, every week, you know, inside uh, inside the game, that number, you know, you hear a guy going, "Yeah, I'm going," and then you hear, "No, he's not." So um, it, it's it, it, it's it, like it's it's a it's a ticking time bomb at the moment for the game because you know these players today have benefited from the Tiger Woods era. They've never played for more money. Tiger Woods benefited from Jack Nicholas and, and, uh, and oddly enough, Norman and, and Curtis Strange and all that. E- each player has got into that situation with a benefit in the sport, just like every other sport worldwide. And this would be the first time where they're just going to take a big piece out of the top and then go, I'm not really interested on in, really the future of the game. Yeah. You, you're meant to leave it in a better place than where you found
2: it. Excellent job, Frank. Good to talk to you, and we'll catch up with you soon. Appreciate it.
5: Cheers, guys. Keep it up, eh? You got it. <clears throat> I think he's
2: talking more about
5: gambling on that live tour around the world, not necessarily what we see in Vegas. It's a little bit different. I'd like to get his top five for the British Open.
2: Do you think Willie Z would be in his top five? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Up next, we'll get to the NFL, and could we see the suspension news coming down with Watson, and they have to cut out these $100,000 dinners.
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Follow the money on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Welcome back for all the money. Polly Howard, Matt Humans, Mitch out back tomorrow. We'll talk to Will Hill coming up next about the Yankees and the MLB card coming up. Story of baseball continues to be the Yankees and the Mets. They're crushing it. Top ROI and most profitable teams. And Game 3, Stanley Cup Final, Greg Wasinski in 45 minutes as well. Okay, the Washington Post reports that the NFL will argue that Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson should receive a significant suspension for violating the personal conduct policy. Uh, Mike Florey also reports the divide intensifies in the league office over the handling of the Watson story and the possible suspension, and that it could be a historic suspension, what could happen with the punishment, and severe, that this could be a year or maybe longer, what could happen, and this begs the question, Mm
6: -hmm.
2: when this comes down, and I think he's going to get at least a year, what, what, I guess, because so many places took it off the board now, but still, you can... Uh, get the win totals, especially here at Circa and with the alt numbers. But what do you want to do with the yes-no playoffs? They're still favored at one spot to win the division, which I can't believe. I, mean, I think we all agree he's missing at least eight games. Yeah, I think right? so. I think that's fair
5: to say uh-huh. Deshaun Watson's going to get a minimum eight-game suspension. And I'm not, I'm not going to be one bit surprised if we don't see him at all in 2022. That would mean yep. he's out of football completely for two years.
2: Yep. The other thing, too, about how the Browns butchered this and uh, did, didn't did even reach out and talk to anybody other than, oh, you know, Watson. Geez. Like, what do you think he's going to say? And then Watson, I, I can't believe this. He just places with his leverage about, you know, I'm going to go to the Falcons, Atlanta's hot for me. And they go, okay, well, here's three. This could go down as one of the worst trades in NFL history. If there's a severe suspension, who knows how many women could come out, too. I mean, Maybe by next week we're up to 32 or something. But that you give give them all this guaranteed money and three first-round picks, this could be Herschel Walker territory. But the guy, the, the head of security with the Texans who gave him the NDA, the non-disclosure, to give to the massage girls, used to be in the Secret Service. So you don't think the Bronx could just go? to... They have everyone at their disposal. Mm-hmm. Just say, you know, talk to some of these women. See what we can find out about Watson. And they didn't bother to do any of that. And just said, okay, well... You, see, you say you're okay, and uh, you never did anything to these women. I guess we'll go along with it. Here's $200 billion guaranteed. Browns, what are they doing? They did not
5: investigate. The Browns said they did an investigation, but they didn't. It's obvious they didn't. I read a story in the New York Times, I'll say a month before the Browns uh, signed this deal with Watson. And if you read that story, there's no way you would have signed this guy to a $240 million, $230 no. million dollar guaranteed contract. Uh, What those women were saying in that story was sickening. It said a lot about Deshaun Watson's character. And that tells me the Browns did no investigation. What they did was they saw the Texas grand juries did not indict Watson, and they said, okay, that's good enough. We're going to sign him to this contract. And uh, they didn't do their due diligence. They didn't talk to any of the women involved. And this could end up being uh, one of the worst contracts might end up being one of the five
2: worst contracts in NFL history. They also probably thought it was just going to blow over, and just say, okay, well that's on yeah. to something else. But they, they didn't. I guess they didn't expect all these other women to come forward too, after the HBO Real Sports and and what happened with the New York Times article.
5: Beyond again. all this, Paul, uh, 230 million guaranteed for Deshaun Watson. Does he deserve that? Has he played to that? I would say no chance. I kind of feel like the hype for Deshaun Watson is uh, far surpasses what we've seen That's from him fair. on the football yeah. field in reality.
2: Yep. The alt high for wins here at on the Browns, is 9.5. Yeah. The under is minus 215. Regular season win total is now 8.5. The alt low is 7.5. Under, plus 185. How big of a drop-off is there and you're right he he was out all of last year so he's going to be out essentially two years out of right. football yeah okay so how big of a drop off was there between him and Brissett or somehow some way <laughs> if they can kiss up and make up with baker mayfield but I, that that's the fascinating thing about mayfield was they were almost in the afc title game a couple years ago but he was so bad last year playing
5: hurt well yeah he was also injured last year yep. uh, i don't want to make excuses for baker mayfield because he wasn't that good but uh you know, they, the Browns could still win. They would be better off with Baker at quarterback than Jacoby Brissett. And I kind of like Brissett. He's not hes not terrible. Let's look at the, uh, the prop here mm-hmm. at Circus Sports. Will the Browns make the playoffs? It opened, yes, minus 150. Chris Bennett here at the uh, circuit told me he took a couple of bets recently on the no at minus 145. A few days ago, he took bets on no minus 145. So he moved it to minus 210. So... This has flipped from yes, minus 150, to no, minus 210. And Chris Bennett said he, he made the move basically because there's so much negativity on the Browns in the betting market. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised.
2: That's a major shift sure. in the numbers. It could be, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what, what do you, what's realistic with Brissett? The other thing is I don't I don't think you're giving the Steelers any respect either. I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers win more games than the Browns. Sure. They made the playoffs last year and got nothing out of the quarterback position. Right. So if they stick with Trubisky and give him a chance – and now they're doing things backwards there with all the money is spent on defense and nothing is spent on offense, which is nuts in 2022. But they had the worst QBR of a team that made the playoffs last year. Uh, it's it, it still Tomlin finds a way to always be around 500. But I'll give you another one. Are the Ravens, you know who likes the Ravens? Everybody. Why? What do you think? Of, maybe there's too much smoke in, in I don't I don't think the Ravens.
5: the Ravens should be the favorites to win that division. Why are the Ravens the favorites to win that division?
2: Uh, I guess 8-3, and three, and then the, the the COVID stuff and the injuries and all the close losses, I guess. And maybe a big year for a Lamar. I don't yeah. know. Well, you get the Bengals right there. Went to the Super Bowl. Bengals went to the Super yeah.
5: Bowl. And there's a second choice in the division. Um, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens are the third best team in the AFC
2: North. That low? Yeah. Third? Oh, come on. Third. They were 8-3, and three, and then uh, all, all hell broke loose.
5: They were 8-3. and
2: three. Yeah. How'd the season finish? Well, wow, come on. You're playing. Everyone was decimated <laughs> by COVID. What are you? Close losses, uh, though, too. I mean, they're also going for two, and uh, things didn't work out against Green Bay and the other tough losses. Well, that
5: division's had. so tight. I, I don't think much separates the four teams in that division. Ravens, Bengals, yep. Browns, Steelers. And I actually think the Steelers... Could be a lot better than some people think. Trubisky is not that bad. I know he's he's got a bad reputation. It's his, not a
2: ringing endorsement. I have to agree. I know.
5: He's, huh? Yeah. You're right. He's not that bad. The, av- the average football fan <laughs> thinks he's a joke, and the pers- public perception is that Mitchell Trubisky's a clown. He's not.
2: Well, Nagy didn't do him
5: any favors. Yeah. If you look at his numbers when he was with the Bears, they're actually pretty good. And he did that despite having very few off- offensive weapons around him and a coach who is a buffoon. Yes, when Matt Nagy was coach of the Bears, he was a play-calling buffoon. So I don't think Trubisky is nearly as bad as a lot of people make him out to be. The no, I actually think he's de- he's a he, decent quarterback. He he could surprise yeah. a lot of people by how well he plays this year.
2: The no on the Browns to make the playoffs now, and now with the no, I mean this, and then I, I think you may have missed it, but still a good time to jump on. Is it there's just no way I don't see any scenario. Well, they don't drop the hammer on them, right? I think the best case right now is ten. Browns still 10 have games.
5: a right. Browns still have a pretty good football team,
2: but if you don't have the right quarterback to pull the
5: trigger, you're in big trouble in the NFL. So, a few days ago, the Browns minus one forty-five mm-hmm. to miss the playoffs. Now minus two ten. That's moved. That's, that's a big move in the last five days. I don't, Paul. I don't think we're going to see Deshaun Watson play at all in twenty twenty two. Where, where would you set that number? Will Deshaun Watson take a snap this season? Yes, no. Is he? He's a slight favorite to take a snap, probably.
2: No. You think so? I don't think that's he's going to play. That's your number? What would you make it? I, oh, said, I think it's a dog. I huh? think, uh, for him to take a snap, I think it's a dog. Good-sized dog. So you don't think he's going to play either? No. Okay. No. I, I agree with Charles Robinson, too. Yeah. People will compare it to Ridley. And say, how can a guy get a whole year putting in a couple of parlays and you're up to 66 women oh. here and, and he's not going to get the whole year? Sick. And it, and it comes out? And, and the NFL's pushing hard for it, and they know. And his and Watson's people expect a significant suspension well, of violating the personal I think you conduct.
5: opened the segment by saying he's going to get at least
2: eight games, right? I would say. Uh, That's minimum eight I don't see how he doesn't. Yeah, I mean ten. I don't even say. Yeah, I mean, to me, don't he's got to he get a all. year. He's got to get a year. I don't think he plays at all. Right. Right. I, I'm trying to think what the best case scenario for him would be in the Browns. But you also have to wonder about that. What the fan base is thinking here? Or people will cover the team. Gotta be dirt. Feel dirty. Well, <laughs> yeah, what's gonna happen? No doubt. Right. Got, ah, forget about it. Gotta, People forget about it. Go ahead. Oh, so well,
5: they're paying the price. They didn't yeah. do their own investigation. Did Absolutely. not do their due diligence. And now they probably have buyer's remorse because they paid $230 million guaranteed for a quarterback who's a PR disaster right now.
2: Shame on the league, yeah. too. I mean, this should have been done a while ago. Where's the paid leave? I mean, there's more women come forward. The league's done a horrible job handling this. Will Hill. Bet Rivers, New York City podcast hosts up next on the Red Hot Yankees, who he likes today in the big matchup against Tampa and Judge to lead the league in home runs. Good Aaron Judge prop straight ahead.
4: Follow the money on VCENT, the sports betting network.
2: Get some cash in your pocket with the Wrangler Hoops Draft Challenge. Make your picks on where the future stars will land at DraftKings.com Wrangler and compete for your share of 10000 in prizes. Wrangler for the ride of life. Terms and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Happy to now be joined by Will Hill, New York City City Cast on Bet Rivers. The, the top two stories in baseball continue to be the New York teams with the Mets and the Yankees. And uh, can you believe this, Will, what they're doing from an ROI standpoint? Now they're crushing it. I mean, you parlay these teams every every day for the last couple of weeks. You're killing it.
3: Yeah, it's it's hard to believe. Every day I do the podcast, and it's the same thing. Yankees win, Mets win. It was the opposite during football. You come in, and it was like the Jets lose, the Giants lose. <laughs> you know, neither team could get a first down. It seemed like a week at a time, and now it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. I don't think, you know, I don't care how optimistic you were on the Yankees. It'd be hard to imagine Them being this good. And really the same thing with the Mets with no DeGrom. Really, I mean, he's still throwing bullpens. You know, you can't get this guy on a mound to throw in a real game. Scherzer's been out all this time, and and here they are. They really, you know, haven't missed a beat. They're still five and a half games uh, ahead of the Braves. So, yeah, it's been Mm -hmm. an an incredible start for both teams.
2: Do you think they'll hold off Atlanta? They still have 15 meetings head-to-head. But to bunch that back up to five and a half game lead, and you know you get Scherzer back soon and hopefully DeGrom and to do this without those guys, incredible. But remember what Atlanta just went through in their easy stretch. The Yankees see that. Excuse me. The Mets see that stretch in September.
3: Yeah, these teams, their eyes light up when they see the Nationals. My God, they're bad. Uh, nice little counterpunch by the Mets because this thing got from all the way from ten and a half down to four Thursday night, and people were probably watching the NBA. But the Mets were down four one to the Brewers, and that thing was about to go to three. And if it's three in June, it's basically a non-existent lead. But the Mets rallied. They won that game five to four. Then they won uh, Friday. They won Saturday. Braves, typical baseball. Braves won fourteen in a row. Cubs lost ten in a row. Cubs beat them two in a row. Now this thing's back up to five and a half, which is a nice little breathable margin. So I do think they have enough pitching coming back and enough of a margin where they do hold off the Braves. Uh, you know, as long as you kind of hold serve against them, you know, in split eight seven seven eight in some way. Five and a half, six is still a decent amount of games to make up. And like you mentioned, Scherzer coming back. Sounds like he could pitch Sunday, one rehab start, and then back with the Mets. Huge. And then DeGrom, who knows? Maybe a month. We'll, we'll see. Can't count on him at this point. It's been what, a full calendar year since he's thrown him out, you know, in a game here uh, in the major league. So uh, Mets are still in pretty good shape. And I'm sure they'll add a guy. They'll be very aggressive. Cohen. Is an aggressive owner. I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll add a bat and, and probably a relief pitcher because Lugo's been awful for them. Oh yeah,
2: I, I can't I can't get enough of this Yankee team though to be 16 and two in this run and the schedule they just went through and to sweep Tampa and you take two out of three in Toronto and had Manoa his first loss at home. That this pitching's ridiculous. What the the starters have been able to do and then you got Holmes who hasn't allowed a run either.
3: And they're going to be a victim of their own success because I think if you're another team, you're going to be drooling to hire Matt Blake, their pitching coach, because when you you spend money in free agency with pitching, you never know what you're going to get. Robbie Ray's been awful. Kikuchi, Barrios, you can go and get Matt Blake to bring you know change your pitching staff. And you know what do you spend a couple million bucks if that? I think they're going to lose Blake, but like you said, they've just been unbelievable here. Uh, the one thing, though, they're going to win between 100 and 510 games. Mm-hmm. They haven't been to a World Series in 12 years. There's going to be a ton of pressure on them to at least get to a World <laughs> true, Series. True. If you lose to the Dodgers in six or seven games in the World Series, you know what? All right, you live with it. But if you lose in four or five games to the White Sox or something in the first round, that's a total disaster. going to be a lot of pressure on them to at least get to the Fall Classic. Do
2: you think they run away and hide? Would you say it's over with an 11-game lead and 1-10 and to 10 to win the division now with the
3: price? Yeah, their pitching's too good because you can't catch a team with this good pitching. I mean, I don't think anyone even gets within five or six games of them because every day they throw a guy out there who's an all-star. Even Tyone, who nobody talks about, Right? you know, he's dominant the other day. Uh, and, and that's a good point. You know, how how do you order this pitching staff once you get to the uh, to the playoffs? Because I'm sure Cole will go first. Uh, I know Humans is squirming his share when he hears that, but Cole's going to be pitching game one of the playoffs, you would think. And then do you go Severino 2? Do you go Cortez? From a stuff standpoint, Severino's better, but Cortez has been unbelievable. Uh, I, I would guess they go Severino 2, Cortez 3, Tyone 4, and they move Montgomery to the bullpen. Montgomery's also an underrated pitcher. Again, that's a good problem to have, and we're a long way from that. But uh, it, it is something to think about.
5: Yeah, I think the Yankees are going to be the cover story this week in Point Spread Weekly. I talked to Will Hill about the Yankees. Uh, that's going to be my column. Nice. So don't forget, not long ago, I'm going to say about two weeks ago, Garrett Cole and Nasty Nestor got pounded on back-to-back days by the Twins. Yes. Cole gave up five homers. That's true. I think this Yankees team is dominant now, but, Will, you know how it works in playoff baseball. That's why I can't take 5-1 to one on the Yankees to win the World Series. You get into a playoff yeah, situation, it- Garrett Cole gets hammered in game one. How tight are those collars going to be if the Yankees lose the uh, a playoff series opener?
3: Yeah, especially that best of five is very yeah. dangerous. That first round, it almost doesn't matter who the best team is. It's just so random. You get in and you look at Atlanta last year. Uh, it's a, it's such a small sample size that when you get in the playoffs, it's a whole new season. And uh, I think the one team that would really scare me, you know, even though the Yankees have done pretty well against them in the playoffs, is Toronto because Toronto's got the offense. They can erase any lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, their pitchers can get hot. So, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a whole new game once you get to the playoffs and. Yankees still a little vulnerable to really good right-handed pitching. When you look at the lineup, it's Judge, it's Stan, Torres, LeMahieu. They're all right-handed. Rizzo balances that a little bit. Gallo hasn't given them much of anything, really. Uh, you'd like one more lefty bat, whether that's Ben or somebody else, to kind of balance it out and you know, not be so vulnerable to a good right-handed pitcher.
2: Okay, Will Hill, a couple of props at William Hill. Uh, judge to lead the league in home runs, plus 150. Trout just went nuts at five in a week.
3: Yeah, what's Trout out now? I would still go with Judge. You're getting Judge at plus money. You're really just betting against an injury, which, look, if he misses 10 days, that lets everyone else catch mm-hmm. up. So that's tricky. That's probably a good line. I would still lean towards Judge at plus money.
2: Trout went from 15 to 5 to 1 after his hot streak. Uh, the adjusted win total is 104 and a half over or under?
3: I think they're going over. I think they're going over. They're on pace for like 120-something, yeah. which is hard to believe, but they'll cool off from that. But even still, that puts them at – you know, one hundred eight, one hundred ten. I think they're going to win a ton of games here.
2: And how about Judge to win the MVP? Same thing with the injury. Uh, now yes, minus one hundred twenty. MVP.
3: Okay, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I agree with gonna you. It's going to be hard. It's going to be I, hard. Otani's people are sick of Otani. He's regressed a little bit. You know, he's pitched better the past couple times, <laughs> but people are kind of you know over that story for whatever reason. That team's bad. Uh-huh. Uh, Judge is going to have everything in his favor. The contract year. Remember, two thousand seventeen could have made a case he should have won it that year, and we found out Altuve's cheating. So. There's going to be a narrative, you know, scenario here with Judge. He's playing on the Yankees. We're going to win 108, 110 games. He's going to hit 55 plus homers if he's healthy. Judge is going to be the MVP.
5: I agree with two things you said there. Uh, Yankees over 104 and a half. Okay. I think they win 110. Judge MVP. I disagree with one. How can you be sick of Otani? People what, are. What is this not, sick people of Otani are. stuff? The guy beat the Red Sox single-handedly last week. Pitched seven innings, allowed one run, and hit a two-run homer. What he's doing in baseball right now is unparalleled. How can you be sick of Otani?
3: I'm not, but people are. You can just okay. tell. You go on Twitter and people, you know, Mike Palms, the uh, the king of that parade. Where he's, yes, he uh, yes. good force. He's, best right. he's just trying to now. be a contrarian. Oh, yeah. oh there's, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people saying, you know what? He's overrated. The batting average, the strikeouts. Um, I think he's an incredible talent. No doubt about it.
2: What do you, Who do you like tonight? Call against McClanahan. They're 5-2 against them this year, and uh, six of the seven meetings have gone under. Cole's $1. thirty total of
3: 6.5. Yeah, I'd go under the first five. Oh, man, three. If I could get a 3.5, I'll play the first five under. Okay. At three, it's a pass. I guess I'll just go under 6.5 for the first game. That three is really cutting it close. 2-1 and you only get a push. Three, that's about as low as you'll see with the under for the first five. But I would lean towards the under still.
2: And thoughts on uh, that one-day game with the Mets and Peterson? He's 7-0 and to the over. When he's in there and they're going against the Marlins today at 10 a.m. Pacific.
3: Yeah, I like the over. Uh yeah. Roger's been terrible. He yes, was he great has. last year. Rookie of the year, Cy Young candidate. Uh, he can't, he I mean he you got to figure something's off with him mechanically because he's walking everybody. His last three starts, 12 walks and 12 innings. He's been awful. Um, you know, I, I would lean towards the Mets there. Tower seventy is a little expensive, but I think yep. the eight is a little shy. I'll go over eight.
2: Tell everyone about the podcast.
3: Yeah, VEASAN.com slash podcast. Got Bill James coming on tomorrow. I uh, had Mark Feinstein last week, Tim Kirkshin. Uh It's been a lot of fun. So vison.com slash podcast. Got to get you on, Paulie. We've had humans on, had Mitch Moss on. We got to get Paulie Howard in there. All it's yeah. a tough
5: get. You, gotta, <laughs> no. you have to mail him a check for him to appear <laughs> on the podcast. Hey, well, I know you had, a, you had a bet that I like a lot, and I think uh, you, you got a good number. You took, uh, I think, the Panthers— Was a plus three and a half against the Browns in week one? We were Mm. talking about Deshaun Watson in in the previous segment. Do you think Deshaun Watson's going to take a snap this year for the Browns?
3: No. Is any book going to put up a line, will Watson take a snap? Because I think no would be a monster favorite. And, yeah, I was giving out Panthers left and right, plus four and a half, plus four, plus three and a half. You know, Ravens to win the division, plus 210. You You can count the Browns out. If Watson doesn't play, you can count Pittsburgh out. I know Tomlin does a great job, but with Pickett and with Trubisky, you can count Pittsburgh out, so it's basically just the Ravens and the Bengals. So you could take the Ravens still; there's some places two to one to win the division, and then take Bengals yes to make the playoffs at even money. You're covering yourself; you're at least going to win one. You got a chance to win both of them. I don't think Watson plays this year.
2: I'm with you on that. Excellent job. Thanks, Will.
3: I appreciate you guys
2: at not the Will Hill on Twitter.
5: By the way, Las Vegas Chris Zenick checks in. Oh, yeah. And he said the Ravens have an easy schedule. They yeah. travel nowhere. The Bengals play a first-place schedule. Okay. Yeah. They had very few injuries. Very fortunate team last year. He likes the Ravens in the AFC North.
2: Well done. MLB card coming up next, and you won't believe these numbers on Peterson. Straight ahead, v fall the The Sports Betting Network.
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow
4: the money on VSEN, the sports betting network.
2: BetRivers Sportsbook advice: you to add some variety to your baseball bets with the new same-game parlays every game this season. You can combine game bets and player pops to create your perfect combo. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, add a little extra spice to your game with the same-game parlays at BetRivers. Go to the app or BetRivers.com and make your baseball same-game parlay today in a great house special quick strike with a lightning score in the first 10 minutes. Yes, plus 165 is up now for the game Three tonight. More on that coming up with Greg Wyshynski in 15 minutes. The card today in baseball. We start with the day game with the Marlins and the Mets. Peterson and the Mets, $1.40 at home. Eight. Only a total of eight. And I'm with Will Hill that I like this over. 7-0 and to the over. And Peterson starts. The final scores. 6-5, 5-4, 13-3, 13-5, 9-4, 10-2. Average runs in his starts. twelve. Twelve. So I think we get to 8-0 again, and Will Hill is also right, about Rodgers with an ERA of almost 6. Mm-hmm. And the Mets continue to punish people. Oh, they didn't work out yesterday was they went against Sandy. But uh, they continue to score runs and punish people, and Alonzo's having a great year.
5: Keep an eye on Polar Bear Pete. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's got a real shot to be the MVP in the National League. Sure does, right there with Goldschmidt. Yep. At, at one point, I'm going to say about a month ago, you could have had odds as high as 40-1 to on Pete Alonso to be MVP. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Aaron Judge was twenty-five to one. Want to say that was a early May, first week of May. Okay. Oh God, geez. those numbers are long gone now.
2: Yep, and that's going to be tough with Machado now if he misses time. Although you think it could only be a week, and I Mookie. think it's going to be a week. Okay. Okay. Mookie's hurt too, too much more. Okay. Uh, by the way, Dave Roberts
5: says he thinks Mookie Betts is going to be back within about ten days.
2: Okay, ten days to two weeks. Giants and Braves, freed as a dollar. That seems low. Woo! You gotta love baseball, right, Tim Kirkshin? That's crazy. You never see I mean, they they <laughs> lo- they'd won fourteen in a row, and the Braves had lost ten in a row, and then they shut them out Friday yeah. and beat them Saturday, uh, and, and win the series. I I can't believe Morton throws a gem and they get beat. But here they come the Giants, right? Every year, uh, they're nine games over five hundred now. Good matchup here with Webb against Freed. Atlanta, $1.38 the total. I want Webb at home, not on the road, but this is is a good game, and a big four-game series starts tonight. Atlanta, five-and-a-half back. I love
5: to bet live dogs in baseball, and the Giants would typically bet or would typically fit uh, what I like to bet, but I don't want to bet Webb on the road. So
2: I'll, I'll pass on that one. Okay, I'm with you. Here's a play I like. I like the Mets game over, and I like the Brewers. Burns $1.50, mm-hmm. 7.5 against the Cardinals. Milwaukee got right finally. They swept the Reds after they had their funk. Both teams are now tied for first in the central at 38 and 30. But this is nothing more than a than a fade and a play against Michaelis, who is coming off his near no hitter with two outs in the ninth, and he threw hundred and twenty nine pitches. Yeah. And he doesn't have stuff, you know, he's not going to throw it by either. So I mean that that's Surprise! I mean, they kept him in there so long as he's going for it. It depends what uh, you think about that strategy uh, and going for it or not. But 129 pitches, it's a fade against him and the Brewers and Burns. You know, Brew- Burns has got to survive the first inning. You get to him, a lot of teams have been getting to him early. But $1.50, I like the Brewers here to win and take game one of the series. Yeah, Burns doesn't
5: have a, uh, much of a win-loss record right now. Oh, 4-4. He his other numbers are fine. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you, you can get to him early sometimes, but I think Corbin Burns is still one of the elite starters or close to it in the national league. And your point about Miles Michaelis is great because I I agreed about letting him go for the no hitter. But once you see a, a pitcher who's thrown one twenty nine, you want to bet against that guy, his next start out. So It looks like this price is a little bit high, minus 155, but I think it's high for a reason. I think Milwaukee's got to be the right side.
2: Yep. we Went over the Yankee game as well. I mean, how about that first five total of three? And you're also right about Cole getting clubbed and was awful, gave up back-to-back-to-back home runs in Minnesota. Uh, But uh, the Yankees, they'll win any type of game possible, 2-1, 12-10. Against McClanahan, $1.36 and a half as well. And uh, how about the Blue Jays? They are on – what's going on? When are we going to say, okay, the White Sox are going to make their run? When are we going to give up on the White – still under 500? Uh,
5: I See, in a long baseball season, you just can't give up on a team that talented. They've had a lot of injuries. I know Tony La Russa's been a train wreck at times as mm-hmm. a manager, but you just can't give up on the White Sox in that division. I, I think – I want to go back to uh, the Yankees-Rays game. Sure. Very interesting situational spot because the Rays come home from a long road trip. That's right. Which is typically a fade spot. Yep. But the Yankees are also off a big series in Toronto, traveling to Tampa, and it's not a great spot for the Yankees either. Yes. But that's going to be—I'm going to hit on that game in our best bet. Okay,
2: uh, Blue, segment J- today. Blue Jays and Barrios, a dollar thirty and nine against Lance Lynn in the White Sox in Chicago. Same thing with Toronto coming off that big series. Yeah. But again, the White Sox lose two out of three in Houston, and there's still a couple games under five hundred. And again, again, this blows me—blows my mind. Take a peek at the run differential. With Chicago too, major disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I, I would lean uh, Toronto in that game, and then the
5: Angels. But you're still, you're still talking what? about a White Sox team that's what thirty-one and thirty-three. Well, in that division, you're not out of it. No question. You still got right. ninety-eight games left. Do you trust yeah. the
2: Twins? No. Good story, but that's uh, yeah. I, I don't think trust
5: any team in that division. Yeah. I think they're all pretty good baseball teams, but it's still wide open. Do you know
2: Cleveland was twelve to one a week and a half ago? Yeah. They're a game back. Yeah. How about that? And they took two out of three in L.A. That's a beat up Dodgers team right now, yep. though. Yep. Thor is a dollar ninety against the Royals. Finally, some good ball as of late out of the Angels. Trout has been Superman hitting mm-hmm. five home runs. He was fifteen to one to lead the league in home runs before that surge last week. He's now down to five to one. But it's just it's also the Royals. Thor's good at home, but you the big price because the Royals are the worst team in the league. Uh, although they I think they took two out of three against the A'ce a's. a's win total down to 60 and a half <laughs> now with their win total but uh Royals really scuffling and I know uh lefties have given the A'ce the uh, Angels problems too and then the the Red Sox a dollar 60 another major disappointment the Tigers the Red Sox are a dollar 60 at home and nine and a half what a division I, as I tweeted for the Yankees to do this I'd still say the al would you go al uh, excuse me NL West the best division but what uh, Maybe AL East right behind them, but for the Yankees to do this in that division, mm-hmm. and you have right as a right now, four teams would make the playoffs out of the AL East, and the Red Sox would be one of them playing good ball. Total of ten
5: in Fenway. Red Sox playing really good ball, and that's what I said if you watched, I don't want to hear this stuff about Shohei Ohtani's overrated. I'm sick of Shohei Ohtani. I, w- I watched him against start against the Red Sox a week and a half ago. Yeah, seven innings, one run, struck out six. He hit a two run homer in that game. He struck in a tough spot. He struck out Rafael Devers with a hundred and one mile an hour fastball. Okay, this guy's talent is off the charts. Yeah, never you said seen Mike. Palm Paul mentioned he said Otani's a fourth best hitter on the Angels. Yeah, I can't believe he said that. How many? How many teams have a fourth best hitter who hit forty six homers and drove in a hundred runs last year, with no protection in the lineup? Oh, yeah. Trout, Rendon were out. He wasn't getting any pitches. He had no protection in the lineup. This guy's an incredible talent, and people who don't recognize it. It's unfortunate. I think it hurts your credibility if you if you argue against how great Shohei Ohtani is. By yeah. the way,
2: mm-hmm.
5: whether he's worth it or not, uh, he's going to be a free agent after 2023. He's probably going to get $50 million a year. I, I read a report last week. There's four teams right now <laughs> that would give him a four-year, $200 million contract.
2: Did they list the teams?
5: I mean, we could probably guess what yeah, they yeah, are. Right. Dodgers, Giants. Who do you think? Yankees. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's got to be major market teams. Well, the other, remember what John Smoltz said two, two weeks ago. He would be DeGrom if he just focused on pitching. Yeah. The other thing, the, the moves that they made, though. The, Rendon out for the year. They gave him Disastrous two seventy, they contract. give him Two seventy, Dustin? Yeah. What was that deal? Does, if you have that tweet. I thought it was like 245000000 oh, Anyway, Oh, my God. It's a, All these moves that the Angels make, they always backfire. And never have enough pitching, especially
5: yeah. in the back end in the bullpen. Yeah. Thank you,
2: guys. Largest contracts. Rendon, 245 million. How largest contracts handed out by the Angels since 2010. Trout, 12 for 426. Rendon, 7 for 245. Out yeah. for the year. Oh, oh, no. Pujols, 10 for 240. Hamilton, 5 for 125. Upton, 5 for 106. Jared Weaver, 5 for 85. I forgot about this one. Uh-huh. CJ Wilson, five for seventy-seven. Well, you know what?
5: Oh. the worst contract on there is either Josh Hamilton or Anthony Rendon. I think you could argue it's Rendon because it's two hundred and forty-five million, and the Hamilton was only one twenty-five. Yeah, a Hamilton was worthless. Yep, Pujols at least put up some numbers. At least you got some produ- production out of him for the two hundred and forty million. Rendon and Hamilton, you got nothing. Angels have made so many bad moves. Otani is a bargain right now for the Angels, and they still can't win. They got two of the I know. top players in baseball, yep. Trout and Otani, and I they know. still can't win.
2: Game three tonight. Can Tampa make it a series? They're eighteen and two off a loss. And Greg Washinski from ESPN will explain just how dominant they've been and what uh the second largest win in Stanley Cup Finals history, what happened in game two. That's straight ahead. We'll dig into some props as well on Fall of the Money next.
0: Meet Carl Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder There was only one problem Oh, God Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service, award-winning customer service, award-winning customer service, award-winning customer At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
4: Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit NFL.com slash release to learn more.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?